Unleashing the rising billions. Disrupting tradition. Always be closing. Gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies. I dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible. Free your mind. Nothing happens till something moves. I'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths. Create your blue ocean. Innovation and collaboration with competition. Do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Creating uncontested market space. I worry that people don't tap into their strengths. Wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur. And there is a very thin dividing line between success and failure. Witnessing unprecedented technology. You can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Cumby and Alan Witch. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, it's Christopher Cumby with Think Bold, Be Bold, and Alan Witch, of course, is with me. What's going I'm on, with you, my buddy? Friend? Having hey, a great what's day. Happening? I got I love this day. It's our podcast day, right? And you and I are a couple hours apart, so my day uh-huh. starts a little. Yeah. We start podcasting a little bit earlier in my day than in your day. But I got up and I sat, got everything going today, and I opened the blind, and it was dark outside, so I immediately closed the blind. Uh, that was my experience <laughs> of our podcast day this morning. Is by the headlights of the neighbors uh, leaving their leaving their driveway for work. But um, now it's beautiful and sunny outside, and I'm having a great time. We are on a roll. We have a great guest uh, for everybody know, here today. So, how are you doing, Chris? Little, you just get through doing, a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. We're you know we're we're pressing forward. The sun is always shining behind the clouds. That's what I continue to tell mm-hmm. myself, no matter what's happening. Uh, but a little bird told me. <laughs> How do you like that one? <laughs> I uh, like that, that one. We, yes. That we have a Look guest at that smile. <laughs> that we have a guest coming on. Uh, that's uh, a little bird told me we have a guest coming on. I'm really excited about this. Um, amazing. I've already got that connection, uh, even though we we're a little bit late and she was patient. Uh, but we're we're back on track and we're gonna have a great show. So, Alan, why don't we do the great pleasure and um, let's uh, let's rock the house. I love this. We're kind of on a roll here with uh, with other podcast hosts. And that's not the only thing that they do, but marketing in general is about getting your message out, right? And we Mm -hmm. all know that, uh, you know, podcasting is a great way to do it. And uh, our guest today is a is a podcast host as well. But Mm -hmm. she's also got a little bit little bird marketing, but. I just want to leave everybody with her tagline because I want her to really be able to tell everybody what this is. Discover your brand outside the cage. Boom. I love that. So with that said, Priscilla McKinney, welcome to Think Bold, Be Bold this morning. Hi, guys. This is a little bit different for me with two hosts interviewing me. I feel like I'm even more privileged. <laughs> well, we're the privileged well, ones, we're, we're the and you know the audience. This is a great time, as we always say, to bring out your journals because the golden nuggets fly, and things that might you know really resonate with you to look into and connect. And I'm sure uh, Priscilla will be able to get uh, your coordinates uh, through the show and how people can do that. And I'm really excited because this show is going to be featured on C-Suite Radio as well, and you know that reaches a, a good uh, distance um, as we've uh, moved into Megaphone, and we're working with uh, some amazing people right 
right now in the podcast world. Uh, and a you know fellow podcaster right here, so gets uh, you know this whole fun stuff. And we love um, having guests on, and we always like to figure out you know, what, what, who are you? Like, you know, what makes you do what you're doing and where to come from? And, um, you know, it's all cool because someone in the audience somewhere along the time and the beauty of a podcast, they lost a long, long time. And this is like an echo and that echo could really inspire someone. And that's, what's really cool about these things is it could really light a fire. You know, maybe something resonates that Priscilla is going to share uh, with you. So listen in, Take some notes and have some fun. Priscilla, what, who are you? Who the heck are you? Who, are who the you? heck are you? Priscilla DNA on us, will you? <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Well, let, let's start from a couple of things where we were just discussing right before we went live is that, you know, you just are uh, just went through, Chris, uh, uh, the hurricane. Mm-hmm. And this is one thing I mentioned. It's like Crazy. I've got some empathy, you know, part of my story about being bold and, um, and thinking boldly, and, and even our tagline, imagine your, you know, your brand outside the cage. These are mm-hmm. all bold thoughts. These are moves you've got to make uh, to reimagine your life and really, sure. the way I would say it, carve out your life the way you want it to be. Um, but, you know, we um, in 2011 went through the only F5 tornado on, uh, on record here in Joplin. And wow. uh, three weeks after that, my studio burned to the ground. And so that's oh, really wow. where some of some new bold thinking and where a lot sure. of this little bird mentality came from is that, you know, if you can imagine your brand outside of the cage, if you will, like my, my mm-hmm. extended metaphor, sometimes life gives us things that forces us outside of the cage. And you may be feeling that right now, Chris, mm-hmm. with some of the things sure. that where there's there's big there's big forces that are making you make big bold choices, right? For sure. But sometimes we have to create those situations because nothing is forcing us out, and it is we're we're stuck. And right. um, I I really at, you know at Little Bird Marketing attract those people when they're finally stuck. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I've been there in a deep way. And then also I can go there in our in our system. But it's funny that you mentioned fires, <laughs> um, you know, about lighting a fire, and we're going to have some inspirational talk. But that's also a part of my story. In fact, I'm writing a book right now. Um, and part of the story is um, a, a keynote I like to give, which is why I highly recommend fires. And I think... Wow. Wow. Maybe for That's... you it's too soon. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so maybe right now you're feeling that you wouldn't highly recommend hurricanes. <laughs> right. Right. I, I just I... want to make a point really quickly as you're doing that. You know, when when you say create and imagine, nothing happens until something moves. This is my favorite quote because it always reminds me that what you just said, you have to actually move, and then the universe will conspire in some way. Right. 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 Um, but anyway, let's uh, continue on your point. I just want to show I you. I think that. that's, that's the whole, you know, gist of, of my story and the whole gist of what we could talk about. But, you know, how willing are you to uh, to create a situation in which you must change? You must think boldly. You must you must, you know, um, carve out that very existence that you, in my opinion, are responsible for. So mm, sometimes, you know, sometimes life doesn't give us these big things. And I honestly think, you know, why I highly recommend a fire is because it's forced upon you. And you have to really think about your life and how you have 
you know, carried some really negative things into mm-hmm. your business, into your life, into your relationships, whatever it is, you know. Um, but sometimes we have to create those fires, be willing to do it and burn it down metaphorically, sure. of course. Um, but yes. it was a valuable lesson that was really born through some really hard, some really hard times. And um, from those things, I really, I there were three, you know, really big, bold moves I made. And uh, yeah, I'd love to talk about them a little bit. But you know, whatever it is your audience wants to talk about that you think will, yeah, you know, yeah. be well, a, I want to make a, a point, and I'm sure Alan's going to pump pump in. Um, you know, pain. You know, the oxymoron of life is we avoid mm-hmm. it like the plague. You know, we don't want to go through pain, but unfortunately, pain is how you grow. And, you know, um, in order to, to, to make change, you have to be willing to grow. And to that point about responsibility, you know, you've got to take responsibility. No one's coming to save you. I can guarantee you that. I uh, I thought someone was going to come save me several times, but that just didn't show up. I had to, you know, I had to make some moves. Um, yeah. And those moves are what create uh, some sort of traction or momentum um, but you got to look at it in a in a real positive way, and you know maybe it's cliche to say have a good positive attitude, but the reality is that if you don't, um, good luck trying to get the things you really want to create in your life. Yeah. So you know you can try the other way, have a negative attitude and try and get things, but um, I don't think it'll happen very well, or not the no. way you certainly no. intend. You, um, you can get sucked down a rabbit hole very very <laughs> quickly. You sure. know, without any question, you know, we, just like our last guest, you know, you, we, we're talking about, you know, adversity and you know, we, we all come from adversity in some way, shape or form in, in something in our life. And, and adversity gives us that aha moment. <clears throat> it maybe it gives us the courage to do something different, to make that change. But you don't have to have adversity to be able to to get, to fuel yourself to make that change. And that's what you're talking about, Priscilla, right now is put yourself in an environment where. You're going to have to make some changes. And a, and a good friend of mine and one of my mentors, Bob Proctor, he told me about like 19 years ago, we were talking about change and we were talking about, you know, how do you institute this? And he goes, he made a rule, a very, 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 very simple analogy. He goes, you want new curtains in your house? Take all the curtains out of your house. And some somehow, some way, some shape, some form, you'll find the resources, the time, the energy, whatever it takes to get curtains back in your house. <laughs> And and I use that, and and I think that, that that resembles a little bit about what you're talking about. Putting yourself in in a fire, put yourself in an sure. environment where changes is going to happen. Like a vacuum. No, but absolutely. But I, but you talked a minute ago about what does the audience want to hear? The audience wants to hear your struggle and your journey, because in that they can relate to their struggle and their journey. And there's collaborative, you know energy in that. So talk about some of those things. I think that's what the audience wants to hear. Well, I think, you know, we've touched on the word responsibility. Also, we've talked a little bit um, round about it, but it's perspective, really. What is Mm -hmm. this thing that's Mm -hmm. coming at me? You know, is it the thing that is going to uh, absolutely keep me from, from, you know, uh, carving out the life that I envision? Or is it the very thing which will help me Um, you know, dig deep. There's also a piece of uh, some self-reflection that is needed in in these times. And, and, you know, Chris, where you're at right now and where I was in really a physical tragedy, you know, Mm -hmm. and something that is very difficult, you know, uh, you know, we were burying friends and, 
and, you know, trying to pick up the pieces from the tornado when, when mm-hmm. my fire hit. And so we were only three weeks out of already a, a very, you know, difficult, you know, situation. But I think there's some self-reflection that's also needed because we can look at that, um, at that event and become a victim. And I know, you know, these things sound cliche because when, when something is really absolutely true, that's when it starts sounding like a cliche, right? Because everybody says it. But it is absolutely true. We can either become a victim, but there's also another side to it. We also have to think about where in our life, in our career, in our family, whatever it is, that we mm-hmm. have also participated in creating these uh, these situations that are holding us back. And we, we, we do it. I, I will share one really specific for me. I learned a very hard lesson in the fire, and this is why I highly recommend fires, is that I had a stack of about six inches of paperwork on my desk, and it was weighing me down. It was a ridiculous lack of self-reflection, lack of responsibility, lack of perspective that kept me looking at that every day, and it was weighing at me. Now, I wasn't doing those things right then. They're so low priority that Mm -hmm. I had printed them out and put them on my desk. But believe me, every day it was tapping me on the shoulder being like this burden, you know, and I just participated with this burden. And one of the reasons we do is because we like the badge of being busy. We Mm. think it makes us more important. It makes us sound better to others, whatever the reason is, um, you know, but I think there's some self-reflection where we realize there are things outside that happen to us, but also we are participating in keeping ourselves from, you know, thinking boldly and and moving Mm -hmm. boldly. And we do it because it makes us more comfortable. And so I really had to go, you know, dig deep with that. And when that, when that stack of six inches of paperwork burned up, this is what is so crazy. Mm-hmm. The realization there was not one important thing in there. It right. never, still to yeah. this day, eight years out, still nothing has come back to bite me in the butt over it. And yet I was okay with participating in mm-hmm. living in a construct that was doing nothing but weighing me down. And why? It, it doesn't right. make any sense. So I think there's that self-reflection piece to go, what am I doing right now that is keeping me from, you know, looking for that change or that will keep me from really embracing it when it does come to you, because it will come to you. <laughs> Everybody gets it some way. <laughs> for, for sure. Now, you uh, you obviously um, help people um, with uh, marketing. So let's talk about that, because okay. I, I think that's always interesting um, for our audience as well, because there's a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to the show. Yeah. Um, so taking all that mindset and all that stuff that we have to go through as entrepreneurs, also, you know, coaches or mentors or, you know, helping provide uh, services like you do. Um, I always like to, you know, dive in so people know that, uh, hey, you also built something really cool. Mm-hmm. And you've got some great offers. You know, you've got some yeah. really cool um, things that help people. Uh, and I really like this one because it caught my eye immediately as ideal client personas, knowing who oh. your client is going through that. <laughs> and, and that's a great resource immediately. So you're giving some really cool things, um, you know, from, from your journey as a business person as well. So let's talk about business and yeah. uh, how that's uh, moved you into um, uh, areas that you're helping uh, your clients as well. Uh, okay. So talk about uh, some of those things that, you know, you help focus on, because I always like to talk about what you're doing now as well. So if that's <laughs> uh, something exciting, um, you know, let's uh, let's go down that journey. 
Well, it is a mindset shift. So let's stay in the idea of a mindset. What we do is we help people change, um, you know, change a mindset. And whether that's, you know, a small four person company or some of our, you know, companies have a location in New York, Singapore and London, you know, it doesn't matter what size. It matters if the company is ready to make that mindset shift. And that mindset shift is it's funny that you just mentioned our number one resource that we actually that's our number one downloaded resources, our ideal client personas, because we come to a company who in some way is stuck and we help them create a firm and a sustainable lead generation system something that is strategic and by strategic what we mean is it's built around your most ideal client so that's where we start Mm -hmm. personas is where we start with any company you know they might be thinking i got a blog i've got to do social i got to be on facebook i got to do all these things that every Mm -hmm. all the voices are screaming at you must do's must do's but why? i'm sorry why why must we do these and we must not actually do them until we know who our ideal audience Mm -hmm. is until we know how we can start helping our actual ideal client and building rapport with them and uh, giving them the chance to vet us in a very personal way, I don't think we should be selling to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, That's a good way know, to put it. I like that. Yeah. It's I mean, a mindset taking, shift. Yeah. You take responsibility you know, throwing, for that. Well, yeah, exactly. you throwing stuff on a wall and seeing what sticks, and that's what so many people do, and it's a terrible oh, yeah. way to market. It's a terrible for way sure. to, to, to show people who you are. And it's a terrible way to live, frankly, because mm-hmm. you have to come into work every day. And if you're not, don't bucket. have the mindset. <laughs> yeah, you don't have this mindset that I'm going to help yeah. somebody today. If it's just the what the old, you know, maxim of ABCs always be closing, you know, and you just have to say, I'm sorry, but when was the last time either one of you volunteered to go spend your weekend hanging out at a used car sales lot? Mm-hmm. Nobody does. But yet yeah. we come to work and we act like this is the salesy pitch we have to create in marketing. And we just got to just got to do it anyway. And, it, you know, nobody nobody wants to do that, to be the recipient on the other end. And yet we keep doing marketing that way. So it is a shift to say, no, let's just back it up. How can we be truly helpful to the absolutely most ideal client? We don't want everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. And let's get really focused and let's create the strategy of content and inbound marketing. Let's let's create our entire system around the things that the company needs, our real goals. And then you get all this freedom to really be helpful. So we get strategic with people. Then we get organized. I mean, we provide within the first 90 days, we create an entire year of a calendar like this is the plan this is exactly what we're doing and that's replete with absolute micro actions about everything that needs to be happening like for example if you write a blog we have about a hundred almost a hundred actions that happen after write somebody writes a blog and you guys know this you don't just jump on the podcast and you know we spend a half an hour talking and it's all done there's at least a hundred actions you do just mm-hmm. to market any one podcast and if it's worth having the conversation, it's worth completely integrating into your strategy and really serving it up to your most ideal client. Yeah, so the I last totally pieces agree. are, yeah, the last pieces are that we get uh, accountable. We hold every single piece of content and marketing um, accountable. And then we look at analytics. We quit making decisions based on feelings in marketing. Yeah. And we base them on analytics. And um, and then we find out what can be repeatable. What do we, like where, do, where do we need to double down? What do we, it's also important what we say no to. Let's start saying no to There's some things. There is a key thing. 
and then let's yeah. double down mm-hmm. on what's analytics. working. I love mm-hmm. analytics. Um, we live in an age today that we can access them, which is incredible, which mm-hmm. you know really changes uh, the game, uh, you know, in in our world, but also increases um, the opportunity out there in the global market mm-hmm. as uh, right. things start to uh, to open up. And and to your point, double down on things that you know obviously people want. Right. <laughs> you know the but, other but things. Everybody yeah. talks about analytics. They want to talk to to me about analytics at the beginning. I'm like, oh, you, you, get, no, you, you can't you do got, that. You got yeah. a lot of work to do before we right. can actually see Absolutely. your analytics, right. not right. someone else's, not right. best practices, yeah. not stats. Like yeah. you've got a lot of platform time. building to do for sure. Yeah. Patience. to be yeah, able to create sure. that because your yeah. analytics are really a mirror image of your audience. Absolutely, they're this informing is, you. And if you don't have an audience, you don't have any analytics, right? right. You have stuff, <laughs> but you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to another thing that you do, which which I love, and I, and I think a lot of people misinterpret graphics for this topic, but brand identity and brand identity is a I've always defined it as a collection of your public artifacts, whatever those public <laughs> artifacts might be, strategically calculated and created artifacts, but they mm-hmm. are ways for people to learn about you, from you, what you do, who you serve, how you serve, the continuity be- between those. Talk about brand identity for a little bit, if you would, when it comes to either an entrepreneur or a small business or a large business, because it's all the same, but brand identity is key, and it goes beyond what your logo looks like. Right. Well, for sure, and it also goes beyond art. So there's, mm-hmm. there's you know, this idea of people are – you know, dinking around with art. Okay, I'm I'm a big fan. I like to craft, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's not brand building. And again, it comes back to why is the ideal client personas our most successful download is because when people finally make that mindset shift and they're going to create mm-hmm. a brand, not that is all about them, right? but it needs to be right. important and relevant to your most ideal your client. Audience. Your audience. And if you don't know your audience, then don't build this stupid brand. Like, for example, I say no to people who want me to build a website that says we started in, you know, in 1991. Listen, nobody Nobody cares. cares. (laughs) So, no, we're not going to talk about that. No, we're not going to lead with that. We're not even going to bury that because it's not a lead. So don't Mm -hmm. let's not. That's no relevance. Do you want to hang out at a cocktail party with someone who just constantly broadcasts everything about themselves? (laughs) Not for very long. Hey, it was really nice to meet you and uh, yeah. have a great night. I've got, See you uh, later. You know, I've got someone actually. <laughs> but we do that with brand building and it's just like, let's talk about ourselves. Let's talk about ourselves. Let's talk about ourselves. And that, you know, and then we do that even in graphics. No, let's not sure. talk about Let's Let's figure out who's the audience. Case in point, I am a serial entrepreneur and my husband and I are just starting another company. The company is irrelevant, but, but I will say, (laughs) no, you can't, but you know, we were sitting down and I made us as a couple get little birdified, right? I made us do the process. I believe in the process. Mm -hmm. So we had to sit down and we created two personas. uh, This is, this is, these are our ideal clients. This is who we think we can serve the best Mm -hmm. and who we have the least amount of friction getting to and who would find us of most value. Right. Who would just look at our stuff and say, "Wow, this is great stuff." 
right? And so they would be automatically energized. And so it would reduce the friction of us starting a new company. So you start there. And I did that. I did that before I came up with an idea for a logo. Before I came up with an idea for a color palette, because it's not, does not matter what I want. It matters what my ideal client wants. And so we have to think about them and be considerate of them. And that in, in the end, pays it forward to us, right? I mean, we get the benefits from it, but so many people get it the other way around. So to, you know, Alan, your, your question about, tell us about brand identity. We work with companies who are really willing to dig deep and make sure their brand identity is of um, relevance to their most ideal client. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. And and, and, yeah. and gets into, obviously, some reflection and good questions that you have to ask yourself, you know, when you're, you know, looking at this. And I, and I love that you have a process to show people how to do that because that's where a lot of people get stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, really, is they're so close, it's like being close to a picture in your mm-hmm. house. You don't really, <laughs> you know, know the beauty of it unless you step back a little bit. And stepping back is, you know, finding out how you can leverage it or get information from people like yourself that can help facilitate that. Right. So if you're listening in, audience, um, by the way, this will be aired on C-Suite Radio, which we're really excited about and uh, broadcasted through Megaphone and on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podomatic, SoundCloud. And uh, wow, it just keeps growing, Megaphone. Alan. I uh, have to have it's right megaphone. megaphone. Got to get the. We'll just have to get some sort of recording to put in there and make it real. Megaphone. <laughs> that sounds good. Perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but I just wanted to put that out there. But um, Priscilla, let's uh, at least get your credentials out there right now at this point in the show, uh, so that people know how they can connect with you. Because there's probably you. people driving along that said, "Hey, I like." I like this uh, lady, and uh, Where's she at? it sounds like she's getting in my head here a little bit, and I should probably find out how I can you know, get some of this information. So why don't you share how they can do that and how they can contact you, because it's a yeah. great to do that. Yeah. Well, on Little Bird Marketing, uh, we have so many free resources. <clears throat> and as anybody who is, you know, has any inkling of what inbound marketing is, of course, we will gate some of our really high-quality content. Of course, our blog is free, and I mean, we were work hard on our blog. There is so much good stuff there. Obviously, they can reach me on our podcast, which is Ponderings from the Perch. And uh, like that's that. on all the same thing, C-Suite Radio, iTunes, Google Play, I all that it. kind of stuff. I love it. But, you know, I talk on that about... Ditto. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. How you uh, doing? Good job. So we interview, you know, great people that I think is of interest to our audience and really talk through in this same kind of conversational tone issues. Sure. I one of our best. I seriously, we just came off an amazing episode about to blog or not to blog, and I think that was a fantastic ah. resource. Hmm. Ah. But people can catch me on our website. They can download as many resources that they want. We are not weird salesy. You can sit and download stuff for free mm-hmm. constantly, and we're not going to come at you because we're not for everybody. Some people want right. to DIY sure. it, and um, that's great. So we put our information out there for people to use. They may not be our ideal client. If they're not our ideal client, we won't end up connected, you know, directly. And it's totally fine. Um, So I just want to make a point. Priscilla is really good at sales. Did you see that, everybody? (laughs) I just want to point out, I'm a salesperson. You took it away. It's simple. And it's the takeaway. Hey, no (laughs) problem. Um, You know, listen, I've got lots of people to deal with. uh, And you do. And and that's the good thing is your tribe finds you and the people that – and you just perform what you do based on, um, again, uh, the results that you get for sure. But the other side of it is who you are. 
you know, and, yeah. and you're you're approachable on that. So if if you want to approach Priscilla, then reach out and do so and see <laughs> yeah. how it's, uh, at least at least you can investigate it. That's the best way to do it. Right, and, right. And <laughs> but there's a lot of free stuff out there. I'm constantly on LinkedIn. That's probably my sweet spot. Yeah. I, that's yeah. like that's just a little bit of my go-to. Everybody has their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But LinkedIn's really easy for me, and I a- uh, answer a lot of questions there. And then I'm on the speaking circuit. I'm out there talking and um you know keeping up with us um on online you can see where i'm going to be speaking next and and so that can be fun to connect i i bring a lot of energy to my uh to my keynotes or my uh you know or my uh workshops i'm going to be teaching a master class too this year and awesome. i really try awesome. and do a good job bringing a lot of energy uh to those events so that that those are the ways it. to catch me awesome yeah, I can't wait to um, you know have the opportunity uh, to to connect with you as well on some of these things because there's just so many synergies and you know we we're just talking about this Alan and myself that we're like the super connectors you know because of this mm-hmm. show you know when you interview and you know this as well it's it's great you're like wow I just connected with someone I just talked about something I got to connect the two people because something pretty cool is going to happen out of there mm-hmm. um, I like LinkedIn as well I I think um, you know for for uh, a resource like that I. Just just used it probably fairly early mm-hmm. uh, you know I think that's why it's one of those um, things that I like still uh, even though there's some great resources uh, from social medias um, that you have to catch up on and, and be part of of course as well in this world but I think everybody has their favorite um, there's something really cool that uh, I just saw that helps uh, people and uh, our good friend Ray Perez there I'll throw it out Ray there Perez. you go um, Perez has a great thing uh, with uh, his 360 brand, which is cool because you can land there and then you can see which medium do people like to uh, you know connect with, and he gives them the choice right there, like mm-hmm. boom, you know this is, and then he obviously has his favorite one up in the in the corner that he likes mm-hmm. to connect on. So right. Right. Uh, really cool things and tools out there, folks. And see, it's a small world. As soon as I said that, Priscilla knows uh, <laughs> Ray as well, uh, and we kind of knew that. But um, Alan, what uh, what do you got? What do you got cooking? I I want to ask a question that we asked our last guest, and you know you're you're oh. here, Priscilla. You're offering. Um, you know, a lot of value, and, and part of the reason for podcasting is not just to get our message out there, but it's to really allow people a voice, allow people a chance to to share, um, to attract their own audience and so forth. And I guess along that kind of a line, I want to ask you, how can we help you? Wow. Okay. I, I, I rarely get that question. I love it. Yeah, you know, I think you, you guys. I think you guys know what a powerful connecting tool. You just talked about this, Chris. It's so powerful to connect with people, and it is so powerful. I feel like it's like the little hidden secret I have is when you have a podcast, everybody wants to talk with you. It's so mm-hmm. amazing. You can get into. You know, somebody who is almost impossible yeah. to reach, almost impossible to get. And instead, I get like a 45-minute total just one-on-one time with that person. Sure. So I, it is insane. So great podcast guests is, is one thing. But what, you know, if someone asked me really like my heart of hearts, what I want, I love the opportunity to get in front of an audience and tell my story and also bring really undeniable value. And one of the bold moves I was thinking about when I first talked with you guys and you you asked me, kind of teed me up and said, hey, think about when in your career, when did you make some bold moves? You know, mm-hmm. one of them for me was years ago putting myself out there as a speaker in the industry. Huh. And cool. I it is absolutely in alignment with what I love to do. I love to connect with people. I love to bring energy to a room. 
I love to really bring undeniable value to people. There's an old Sandler quip, a, a, um, a training company mm-hmm. who says you can't teach someone to ride a bike at a seminar. <laughs> you know, and I think people, you know, you come to a lot of meetings and seminars and stuff and it's like, oh, I cannot grasp this massive issue. But I really break things down and give people the undeniable value in that I give them immediately actionable items that really are relevant to their world. And I think if you pay it forward to someone like that and you give them something, eventually they figure out if if I'm for them. And so yeah. I love that really right. unique thing. And so I'm always looking for great places to speak where my ideal client is in the audience, and that way they can work toward me. I don't have to go running out after them. Mm-hmm. That's just a strategy, you know, that I have. So I'm, and I, I do have pretty crazy uh, uh, travel schedule. I'll, I'll be heading to, uh, let's see, I've got Chicago. I'm in Bangkok. I'm in London. Oh wow! And I'm in <laughs> New York. Then I'm back in Chicago. I'm in Atlanta. Um, in Austin, and then back to Chicago. So I've got a lot like already going for this year. But I, when it is the right environment, you know, and I can really teach someone either about whether it's I'm teaching about LinkedIn, the power of LinkedIn, or whether I'm teaching about inbound marketing or breaking down some some concepts about how you can actually amplify your thought leadership. These are a lot of things I talk about, and I love those opportunities. I'm, I've I've even like guest taught at you know uh, like at different universities. I m- most recently I was at Texas Tech. And there's some, sometimes I get municipalities who reach out to me about their entrepreneur programs and things like that. There's just really no end to where I like to show up and actually bring something of value. Um, but obviously with my story with the fire and, and, you know, really rethinking my brand, I think that I leave the audience really inspired to say, how could I change my world right mm-hmm. now? How mm-hmm. could I put mm-hmm. something out there that is really new and different? And I feel about that, uh, you know, thinking back about when I started my podcast. And I don't know if you guys feel this way, but it made no sense when you thought to start a podcast. It was just something you wanted to do. And in your gut, you do. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't make you money. (laughs) And I remember when my podcast didn't make any money. And, you know, and and I never was I never was wanting to monetize it either. It was something because it was out of a love like this. I almost couldn't I couldn't not do it. You needed to do it. I you needed were driven to do it. To do it. Right. I, I just, it really, it really was a part of my, my happiness. So for me, I, you know, a gift for me would be a great connection. You know, um, somebody sharing my speaker packet with someone who really wants to engage in a bold conversation. Yeah, we've got somebody to connect you to. There's no question. <laughs> that That's is a awesome. for sure. This, yeah, um, we're thinking of the same person, too. I know we are. Yeah, yeah, we are for sure. <laughs> well, you guys will go down. I'm going to write it down. First people who asked me what I wanted. <laughs> there you go. Show goes so quickly, and uh, we really appreciate yeah, taking fine. some time out, Priscilla. I really like what you're doing and that energy and that vibration. Um, there's uh, there's a reason why you know things intersect. And uh, what I'd like to be able to do is uh, investigate that more. And we've got some platforms happening because mm-hmm. I think you'd be perfect to come in, teach some yes, of these I things, agree. and and mm-hmm. partner with uh, in many ways. So there goes uh, again for the audience listening in. Just you know, things happen uh, at the right time, and you gotta you gotta be there though. That that's the big thing. You gotta be there, and in order to be there, you gotta move from where you are. So if you're thinking about something that you really want, you've got to make that move. Just make that one step, 
promise you. Don't know what the next steps are. I can't tell you what they are. But I do know that one step is going to take you from where you are to somewhere different. And that's really the big thing is there's such importance in starting. Like people just underestimate, you know, doing something. You know, it's like when I looked at my garage, um, you know, I recently wrote, you know, moved and, and moved everything, of course. You move it all into the garage and you figure it out, you know. Um, so I did that and it looked overwhelming to me, but I knew that, hey, if I just move this one box, then probably I'll get into some sort of momentum and everything will shift mm -hmm. to a point where I got it done. And I think that that's, you know, again, a simple metaphor to something that we can look at in our lives. Just take that one step, that move that one thing, talk to that one person, connect with that thing that you're, you know, is going to get you closer. And that's really the key. Uh, Priscilla, such a pleasure, um, you know, really connecting with you. I, I love this show and thank you. Absolutely. Alan, Chris, I, I really appreciate it. And um, let, let's talk a little bit about how I can help you. I, lo I just oh, love it. There We're you already go. there. Oh, there it's we the go. You're already there. There's going to be some discussions. As there's no it, scarcity. There's that's just, no, there's no, no scarcity. it's just there's so much out there, and uh, and it, it really comes to the people who ask, and when someone asks, to be clear about what you want and what you need, and that's Perfect. really is a gift. It's a mentality where it's a gift to be able to say to someone who is sitting and ready to help you. It's a gift to be able to tell them exactly how they can help you. And I'll, I'll end it with one a small little story is that I remember a good friend of mine stood on the corner while we were watching my place burn to the ground. And he said to me, he, you know, he had just lost his stuff in the tornado three weeks ago. And he manages about 120 different P&Ls. So, you know, very, very high end uh, business guy. And he said to me, he's like, if you need my help, come see me today. And I did. It doesn't matter what chaos is going on in your life. I went and, and saw him that day. Hmm. And, you know, just about uh, about two months ago, I was standing with him at a, an event, and we were just reminiscing about some of that moment. And it just makes me a little emotional thinking about it. But, you know, sure. he – I was just kind of reiterating, just like going over that. I mean, like it was so key for me, you know, that you would help me. And he's like, well, it was so key that you would ask me. Hmm. And he's like – and hmm. he goes – and Priscilla, I must say the, the the highest compliment I can give about you is that you were helpable, mm, is mm, that you key, asked for my know. help. Mm -hmm. I He gave me amazing advice, which was very difficult for me to take very hard. And it helped me immensely because I took his advice. And there he was like, I try and help people all the time and they are not helpable. Yeah. And I was like, so yeah. I, you know, if you want to be bold and you ask for help, take you know, take the help people offer you. It's so, um, it, it's a completely different life. Awesome. I love it. That's a great, great Hey, way to she end. just rolled right into yeah. the bold move on her yep, own absolutely. naturally. It's just one of those things, segue. you know, Alan, that we just uh, have, I, mm -hmm. I guess, as a gift now that people just leave uh, Must our be. audience with something really cool. Be helpable. And, you know, um, the cross section at, at that point will, will work That's for great. you. Priscilla, have a great day. Alan, Thank always you. a pleasure. To the audience, thank you for tuning in, and it uh, wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.